Up edition. Wasn't that Burt Blylevin? I think he uh, said that live. You got me. You want? He was demonetized as well. I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm a hundred percent positive that uh, Burt Blylevin said we got to fucking do this fucking thing over again because I just fucked it up and it was like he thought he was doing like a pre-game thing on like Aaron Judge or something and he actually was live and got suspended. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So we got to fucking do this over again because we just fucked it up. Um, I feel like we're in uh, a Las Vegas residency telling the same jokes. Night after night, to poor schleps who pay money. In this case, they don't pay any money to listen to our fucking dumb jokes. So, but they could start if they wanted to. You know, we'll, we'll accept donations, right? Yeah, you know, our we'll put our Venmos in the show notes. Um, What's Venmo? We accept we accept tips. Uh, Venmo is this online currency where you. Send each other money and eggplant emojis. Nice. And yeah, it's kind of fun. Um, look into that someday. As soon as yeah. Adrian gets you your know, wife, as soon as I get off my money. Yeah, she's the one that does all that. She's the money. She's the brains. So I'm just here for the looks. Lots of eggplant <laughs> emojis and a lot of water water droplet emojis going to Jessica Truax lately. So, um, yeah, we are back. We did this shit yesterday. It went over an hour. Yeah, rife, was good. rife with content. Yeah, I thought it was. We, I thought it was one of our best ones yet, and then fucking crickets. It didn't app crash right at the end after we were done, just chatting about this and that. Yep. <sighs> yeah, it borked. It borked right at the end. Um, and then I just, you were like, I don't think it's working, and I'm like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bed. So it is now ten forty on. Thursday night. night after the football game, we have. I was at a Augie hockey game, working the the clock, getting paid to watch hockey, which is my favorite type of working. And you were sweating out shitty Eagles performances in the first half. Um, we'll talk about some of that when we get to the uh, the the preview, which is no longer preview; it's more like the in progress preview. But here we are. Um, Hey, the one the one bonus to the whole you know shit show from last night is that we do get Robbie's uh, power rankings. So we don't have to go through the uh, god awful RT and the god awful fantasy pros ones. That is true. Uh, we did have to scramble, and we were trying to cross reference and gonculate um, multiple shitty websites of power rankings. I hear there might actually even be a trade potentially on this one as we tried to get one yesterday, but Baker apparently again, doesn't pull any triggers ever. Um, week eight was a thing. We both won. I think my joke from last night was buckle up. We're going to roster bait to our teams. We both won on the same week. And <laughs> well, I, yeah. And I said, yeah, I remember, you know, I was talking about how we need to, we need, I need like the, figure out like the sound effects to like have like flashing lights and like the, the music going so that we can do the, uh, the pod father dance party. Like he had the, uh, in this week's, uh, top 10 takeaways or whatever he does. The Tony Pollard, yeah, uh, the Tony Pollard dance party, motherfucking dance party, uh, which I did. 
you know, I told you that I was a hit or miss on the pod father. Um, when I pulled up uh, the, the pod feed and it said Monday morning, Tony Pollard dance party. I said, I'm going to listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> so I did enjoy me uh, Tony Pollard dance party for sure. We'll get to that when we get to Maddie. Our SEO captain, uh, Natron, is our first game from week eight. And I feel like just because we've already done this twice, I, I don't remember exactly what I said last time. But I do remember that, you know, Natron, when he gets... 31 points from Deonta Foreman. We should all just, I don't know, we just need to p- prepare our auction sheets for next year. Yeah, I mean, Tyreek and Cup did their things, you know, Dak did Dak things. And then, yeah, he gets a random 31 from Deontay Foreman. Um, I did try and save the league from a Deontay Foreman explosion last week. I, uh, I texted Nature and was like, hey, I'll give you, I think it was two second round picks for Deontay Foreman because I wanted to play him um, last week against you, right? Week seven. Anyways, yep. that was a long time ago. Um, wanted to play him, and so or this I wanted to play him this week. I don't know. I wanted to play him. Yeah, last week. Whatever. Who, who did I play last week? I'm Me. losing my mind. Yeah, you. Yeah. God damn. It's late. It's Thursday. I don't know what's going on anymore. Um, yeah, and we've done this once. Yes. <laughs> um, anyways, I tried to I tried to trade him. He was like, I can't trade him, Emperor. And I was like, Dude, you can trade for future assets. You just can't do anything for now. He's like, Oh yeah, that's he's like, good to know. I'm like he doesn't even know. I'm like fuck. But he was like, No, nah, I need to keep running back that. I'm like, I get it. I'm like, What about three second round picks? And he thought for the, he texted me a little later. He's like, Yeah, I think I'm just gonna stay with it. I was like, All right, you stay with it. But I tried the rest of the league. I tried hard. Not that it would have mattered with Adrian putting up 78 shitty points with Hopkins being the only guy that really did anything. Um, but yeah, yeah not, uh, not ideal. Adrian, Adrian takes another L, but also takes a bigger L in the fact that Bateman's out for the rest of the year, which now we know. We didn't know yesterday. Um, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins looks great back now but i don't know if you can plan on 12 catches for 160 and one every week that game got real sloppy late which i guess we also said happens in almost all games involving kyler murray which makes sense um first yeah i'll dead forever uh he's deceased and we have we also had some trades after we recorded too so i guess there's that uh, Cordell Patterson should be coming back to help Adrian squat out though. So, uh, he could be back as early as this week. Um, mm-hmm. so he's getting a little bit of, a little bit of help, but losing, you know, two guys, I mean, Irv Smith, not necessarily really a loss when you got, you know, Darren Waller and I mean, Disley was shitty last week, but he's kind of shown signs of life during the year. So, you know, all mm-hmm. around, I think Adrian, you know, we, as we'll get to later, um, you know, Adrian's stock is kind of dropping a little bit here and, you know, with these injuries, it's not going to help uh, right the ship at all. So, right. Um, Jimmy and Baker. Um, Jimmy wins? Question mark? Yeah. No. <laughs> Jimmy wins. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, uh, he, his defense was like one of those bend but not break things, right? Like giving up over I mean, almost 110 to Baker. Um, not ideal, but when he's still putting up 130, uh, 
it works, right? So Kamara doing Kamara things again, which is nice. And Delvin Cook, you know, kind of getting back to his uh, the signs of life. And, um, you know, Kamara, I think I was we were talking last night about how I saw him you know, like a stat thing on Twitter where like Elvin Kamara's targets by quarterback. It was like Drew Brees was like five or something. And, you know, uh, Taysom Hill was like four or something. And uh, Jameis was like five something. And then Andy Dalton was like eight targets a game. He's averaging with, the, with Andy Dalton. So I think Jimmy's rooting for the red rifle to stay the quarterback of um, – quarterback in New Orleans so that Kamara can see, you know, get we, nine we, receptions. We all want YOLO Jameis, right? Yes. I do want YOLO Jameis, though. So. Um, Baker did pretty good. Uh, 109, not too bad. Uh, Patrick Mahomes on by. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is like a 13-point ceiling these days, although this week might be way different. But I think any other week except for the Detroit Lions will be – just capped this uh, my my fucking team's offense is garbage um but 109 anything to shake a stick at jalen waddle continues to be awesome it's fun to watch that offense with it's it's fun to watch that offense with uh tua kind of almost like a point guard dishing the ball out to you know tua and uh Waddle, but he's missing a few of those deep throws in too which you know people gave him shit last year that he didn't have enough arm strength to get the ball deep but I think he like leads the NFL in accuracy or completions over ten plus yards. I mean, granted, ten plus yards is not a super deep throw, but um, still impressive. He also leads so. the league in brain cells lost. Yes, <laughs> that too. Um, uh, Dave with a high water mark for the rest yeah. of the season with seventy one. Unfortunately, yeah. that's not nearly enough to beat Doug. I mean, Evan Agram is showing Simon's leg. Cormio Dubs made a hell of a catch in the end zone in that uh, that Green Bay game. Uh, Corden Sutton, though, he's dead on arrival, I feel like, right now. Brian Robinson's not getting it done. Herbert, you know, he might be on the verge of taking over that Chicago backfield. Geno Smith has been playing well all year. He's been a nice surprise. Um, but, yeah, just not enough. Dougie gets 36 from Matt McCaffrey after that big trade. Etienne is kind of showing what he can do after the James Robinson, you know, being traded away. So, you know, CD getting 16, I feel like he's just kind of in that, that 12 to 16, 17 point range every week now. Uh, you know, we'll get to the preview sort of preview in game, but like Goddard you know, put up 10 this week, put up 20 against you already this, you know, this week. So, uh, you know, Dougie, his arrows pointing up for sure. So, uh, spoiler alert for later, maybe, but, um, Dave, Dave sent me one of those pre-podcast trades again, and I uh, literally I sent him a message back that this isn't even this is so bad it's not even going to make the podcast, <laughs> and it didn't make last night's podcast, but it makes today's because I had to say it. Um, but I will respond directly to that and saying, you know, Dave, you realize we keep, you know, if if you get, you know, if we get to next year. You still have to keep 12 guys. True. I'll take take some firsts. Um, All right. Uh, Yeah. Dougie had a great week and uh, his needle is definitely on the way up. Uh, I won somehow. (laughs) Uh, Started out like a popcorn fart with, with uh, Andrews and Gus Edwards getting hurt on Thursday night football. 
uh, raging in a hot tub angrily. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if I told you, but like my, my in-laws have a hot tub and, and basically every single night when I, when I go over to Wisconsin, I spend an hour in the hot tub this is my serenity time. Yep. And my serenity time was filled with Baltimore players being critically injured and I was not having a great time. It was not serenity. It was not serenity. Now you needed to do a little woosa, a little rub in the ears, and a little woosa. I don't know if yes, you've ever seen was, bad boys, but it was definitely um, not serenity. Now, um, yeah, um, I, I did. Yeah, there was multiple times. Early game, uh, Sunday morning, or you know, Sunday mid afternoon, I guess, um, when I thought I was just dead to rights. Like there was like. There was like a 10-minute span when Jacoby Myers scored, Miles Sanders scored, and then the the game, um, the Vikings game turned into like a, well, let's just let Kyler do whatever he wants. And I'm like, I'm going well, yeah. to die here. Well, we, talk, we talked a little bit about that last night, right? The Kyler Murray experience where like you don't want to watch the game kind of like tonight uh, because a typical Kyler Murray game is like, he runs around for like three quarters of the game and doesn't do shit. And then the fourth quarter, it's like a light switch turns on. He's running around like crazy and scoring points. And at the end of the game, you you get 22, like he did this week, but you know, for the first, you know, three quarters of the game, he had like five. So yeah. Ramondre is really kind of taken over in that backfield. Jacoby scored, you know, Jacoby didn't score any touchdowns for like his first, like 500 games. I mean, he hasn't been in the league that long, but still it felt like, you know, forever. And then he scored like he's kind of coming on. He uh, he's a solid little player. Um, Justin Jefferson, you know, if he ever starts catching touchdowns again, he hasn't scored since week one. Like, and if uh, Jonathan Taylor ever becomes Jonathan Taylor again, which maybe not, might not happen this year with the lingering ankle and uh, Ellinger, whatever, however you pronounce their quarterback's name now, um, yeah. they still put up hundred. He still puts up one hundred and four. So. If those, are if you, those two guys are click, you familiar with the uh, the the Grinch smile? Yes, you know that like really yep. wide, slow smile. So yes. obviously, like I don't have I don't have cable. I I cut the cord a long time ago. So, so mm-hmm. Sundays I get I get what's on TV and I look at stuff on my phone. I get the game cast and stuff. Um, and I'm like sweating the Indy Washington game. I'm like, <laughs> just put the ball in the Washington team's hands. Cause it was like Terry and Antonio Gibson garbage time. Um, and then they like, uh, Indy got the ball and in the fourth quarter and like it said, Naheem Hines six yard rush for a touchdown. <laughs> and my mouth did the Grinch smile. <laughs> and it was amazing uh yeah i i got lucky for sure um i got a really great game out of having pollard as the only running back in dallas um otherwise i you know i mean taylor having an ankle um maddie's team is really solid and, and just had kind of a, a shitty sunday um which, Shitty did two of one hundred and four points. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I mean, it, being that I figured I was going to need to score one hundred and thirty points to win. I mean, I guess I got yep. close, but it was very unconventional. Um, 
you your game you just bitch slap Brett into oblivion um you're like oh 68 how about i double that um not really not exactly but um pretty close more um, than doubled it yeah yeah well math uh it's yeah. really late math, math is hard, hard. Uh, I know you're butthurt that you didn't get 151 or 152. 152. Or 152, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, Gabe Davis really – I mean, T. Higgins got the touch on late to get me closer. But, yeah, Gabe just was shut down by Jair Alexander. He ran, like, 60% of his routes against Jair, which I thought they would have maybe um, – I guess I was foolish to think they were going to put Diggs over there on that side. But uh, Did you watch that game? Like, like, I watched, like, the second half of it. Okay, so I I watched most of it, but obviously, but because I had my team in it, but yep. um, like the Green Bay defense started out the game like incredibly trash talking the Bills. Well, I saw the highlight of like because they came out of the same tunnel, don't they? Um, yeah, yeah, that and, terrible infrastructure move, by the way. Well, it's, yeah, well, horrendous. But, but yeah, there uh, was Jaw Jairn ahead of time. Yes. Yeah, Jair and, and Diggs came out just yapping at each other. But it wasn't all that those two guys. It was like everybody. And and like uh Quay Walker got ejected early. Like our fucking middle linebacker got ejected for like shoving a coach. They were just like amped up. Yep. Like and I'm like, you have not done a single thing. Like, what are you doing? Uh, anyways, we were just we just got blown out of the fucking building um this is not a packers podcast um brett uh your your luck of people scoring more than 68 is not very good i'm sorry um but damn kt your team showed up derrick henry yeah. is the yeti which is amazing um player who might be on my team by the end of the podcast did really well for you dj moore <laughs> aj brown who's already played this week already and already scored a touchdown didn't have quite as good of a week but they won the game very no um very good greg dulcich apparently is a thing and real dude the flow man the flow is tight for that kid so I'm not going to lie, I didn't actually know what Greg Dulcich looked like until I watched the Fantasy Pros uh, Halloween podcast where they were wearing okay. costumes, and yep. the one guy looked like Weird Al Yankovic, but he was actually Greg Dulcich. <laughs> <laughs> and it was hilarious. Yeah, dude's got the real. I looked up the real Greg Dulcich, and I was like, oh, wow, spot-on costume. Yeah, very I mean, weird, very weird he's not blowing it out of the water, but I mean, nine or ten points every week from a tight end. I, at this point in time, I'll take it, right? Like, especially if I got picked up off the waivers for nothing, basically. For sure. Um. um all right. Well, and then the and then yeah. the kind of the game of the week, right? Robbie yeah. and and Daniel. And Paul. I think we both said it's going to be the closest matchup, and it was, and it became the Monday night Nick Chubb show. Well, it was the Monday night back and forth flipperoo because we had Hayden Hurst, Tyler Boyd, Chubb playing on one side. We had Burrow playing on the other side. And Robbie takes a difficult late game L. And I remember 
looking at my phone. I think we were trick, you know, trick or treating or whatever. Um, we weren't out trick or treating. Nellie's too young for that. But we were just, she was in bed and we were, you know, out front with a fire. And I saw the Tyler Boy touchdown. I was like, oh no. Oh no, Robbie. No. Because, you know, you always figured Chubb's going for a hundred and a touchdown or 150. And, you know, that is definitely in his range of outcomes, especially this year. They seem to just be feeding him. So, uh, very tight matchup. I think we, we picked, I picked Robbie, you picked Dano. It was very close, two points. Very difficult, but that's you know I mean, it's not going to be your that's good enough. fantasy football right there. That matchup is good fantasy football. One team is going to be really hating it, and the other team is going to love it. But, um, yeah, poor Robbie. I sent him a text message. It just said like tough, tough loss, man. And he's like, yeah. Yep. So I did too. Well, you know it's not going to be your week when Kirk Cousins rushes for twenty-two yards and a touchdown because he had like a fourteen-year touchdown run in that game, like. Kirk Cousins doesn't run for 14 yards in a touchdown. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm happy as a Vikings fan to see it. Um, but, uh, yeah, Daniel, Daniel, I mean, his team, you know. Well, I mean, if George Pickens scores 10 points, we don't call it the game of the week. No. You know, and he just goose-egged and for no apparent reason. Other than, well, he was, I mean, they were, they were blanketing him and Deontay. Which it makes sense, but a, a zero, I mean, yeah. a zero, a zero is pretty tough, especially when he had been the, you know, the traditional, you know, heavy volume guy. Um, I was surprised that. Uh, oh, I I remember what I said yesterday was I basically said, and this could technically be the name of the podcast, but we didn't get to name it because it didn't fucking work. But I basically said on Thursday in said hot tub that I was in, like, whatever you want for Isaiah Likely to Robbie. Yes. Uh, Because, like, I did it, like, within 30 seconds of of Mark Andrews, like, laying on the ground. And I'm (laughs) like, oh, oh, no. And I just sent him a message that was like, Literally whatever you want for Isaiah Likely. So this episode could be called Isaiah Likely Blank Check, or it could be called We Gotta Fucking Do This Again because we just fucked it up. Um, well, it's going to be called the uh, J and KT Dance Party. So it's just that's what it's going to be. That works. I've, that had, works I've had it me. written down. So. Well, let me pull up the music so we can play it at the end. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> we have to go over standings now. And uh, another reason why we might have lost the audio encoding is because I, <laughs> I, I, was, I was naming our divisions after, um, in, in honor of Elon Musk's triumphant conquering of Twitter, um, naming it after famous billionaires. So the, um, and perhaps I uh, upset our billionaire overlords and they, um, just because, I did mention Jeffrey Bezos. Perhaps he caused uh, Amazon Web Services to to crash while we were uploading our podcast. Um, 
I, I did call the Maximilian division the Elon Musk division as it is the richest division in the world right now. And um, swinging a large dick around with, with all of its money. Um, you said it was kind of the douchebag division too, right? It was so. very douchey division in the fact that you exist. Um, and yeah, so... The uh, my my division was the Jeffrey Bezos division, which was um, a loss leader. Uh, you know, not not a high margin, but a lot of volume. Uh, we've got a lot of points for and a lot of points against in here, and there's not a very big margin, and and thus it's the Jeffrey Bezos division. Yep. Um, also, some kind of a theme about penis rockets. Uh, I think there was some talk about penis rockets yesterday. Um, I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're riding penis rockets to space. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the Ferdinand division is is just simply the Bill Gates division. It's slightly, it's Windows 95. It's slightly old. Um, there's a little bit of promise. There's some, there's some philanthropy being done. Um but there's a good chance of divorce. Uh, it, it, it reeks of old money and Windows 95 floppy disks. So um, I, I do, in terms of wins and losses, I mean, we're talking about nobody breaking away right now. Five and three is the best record in the league and two and six is the worst. And yeah, I, I would just say like, to be perfectly honest, three and five is the worst because we all know Dave is just cellar dwellering it. So, but every single three and five team, and I might slightly exclude Robbie from this, has a chance of just winning every game for the rest of the year. Like Jimmy could win every game the rest of the year, Doug could win every game for the rest of the year. And so it's incredibly tight and there's a reason we have a podcast because this shit is going to get pretty crazy over the next couple of weeks, I think. So I do have to say too, I like the the fact that people are getting used to the podcast and they're getting used to the timing of it. Cause Jimmy texted me, I think it was this morning. He was just the only, the only, all it was was podcast question mark. <laughs> and it was, it was right after I, like I had just posted it though league website saying hey sorry all technical difficulties last night we recorded the 65 minute podcast and app crashed so um you know so it's nice that uh, some people care to, to know and dave texted me he was like you haven't sent me the link yet because after the podcast ends and it's up you know as soon as i'm done uploading it i text him the, the podbean link so he gets that first before it gets to the it always takes like a half hour for it to sync on on uh, apple podcasts but i digress so yeah moving on to i i think we've got a good thing here going i i yeah, think despite the, you know late night audio issues and you know i guess if you're listening to this the podcast was posted and if you're not listening to this fuck my life again because we're not doing this again <laughs> um it'll be a solo kta late friday night uh, podcast. If uh, if we have, it's going to be. You know, we're going to have to have a fucking again. TikTok instead, so we can post fifteen second ramblings throughout the week. 
And if and if Adrian and uh, and Maddie want to start the ruffle TikTok, I fully endorse that. But good luck with that. Um, one of the benefits of having another day is that Robbie did come out with the power rankings. Yep. So we are, and he mentioned it, we are tight. Um, And he is tired, apparently. I'm tired. It's 11.05. Well, why are you tired? I have no idea. It's not my bedtime yet. So even though I'm old as dirt, um, I think, you know, in my version of the 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 uh, power rankings yesterday, I think I had similar, the top four, just a little bit different order. Uh, I had Natron one. I think I had um, Maddie two, me three. And then I, I had um, Daniel four, or maybe I had Daniel. I don't know. I think I had, maybe no, I had I, Daniel. I, I think that was right. I think you had, I think you went. Oh, I, I had Daniel two, sorry. I had Daniel two, me three, Maddie four. That's what it was. Sure. Nate, Dan, me, Maddie. And then from there, it's flip coins for the next three teams between you and Doug and um, Jimmy. I think Jimmy with the you know second row of points is probably you know in that, in that fifth spot you know where he has them. Yeah, I mean, I think the rest of the rankings Robbie has there, I don't have any problems with. I like I like right where he's at in the tenth spot, so. Um, and I liked his true colors, 10th and rota points, 10th and power rankings. I like that. I like that, <laughs> that line quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, I think there's, you know, and it could be me. It could be Jimmy. It could be Doug. We could see one of the top four teams slide down, but one of those teams is not going to make the playoffs myself included. Uh, and spoiler that, alert. Yeah, I mean, spoiler alert, I don't make the playoffs. Is that what you're saying? Spoiler alert, it's not you. In my uh, in my cuz we oh wait, we forgot to tease the uh the um the post, you know, post pod normal uh credits. I've got uh I went through and did the calculator um and figured out my own uh who I think is going to make the mid-season, you know, uh playoff review. So yeah, so we're each 30 week. minutes into the pod, and now we're teasing the end of the pod. Good work, KT. Well, you didn't do it as the host at the beginning of it, so come on now. Well, I was fired up about having to do this again, so fuck, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, yeah KT, stay around to the end. KT really puts his foot in his mouth. At, I'm just kidding. He goes over his predictions for the rest of the year. I already get enough shit for predicting things, so I will abstain. Um I agree. I like Robbie's rankings almost to a T. Um, you know, with with J- like Jimmy and Doug just being down there record-wise, but their teams should be where they are, Roto point, like power rankings-wise. So I do really like that. Um, the up arrows, down arrows, I still think could be a thing, but. I don't yes. have much to I don't have much to say. We've got you know Natron kind of being even. You're on the way up. Maddie lost to me, but I would say still pro I, I wouldn't necessarily say down. I would just say even. Nope. 
Yeah. Dano with an up arrow. Uh, Five in a row. With a squeaker. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, definitely on the upswing. Um, Jimmy finally Jimmy. getting a win. Maybe yeah. that's just like an immediate double up arrow. Uh, I, I took one that I thought I would lose, so that's good. Uh, Dougie making big trades. You know, Doug usually doesn't do that, so I was a little surprised that we were able to. We worked on that for like a week and a half. Well, it was so. McCaffrey, so true. But Can yeah, it, it did take us a week and a half big to get deals there. Until McCaffrey's involved, and then it does happen. I did. Uh, I mean, we talked early in the season about McCaffrey, and he's like, "I like him. I just, you know, the age is a little higher." And I think once he went to San Francisco, I think it was, it was just too much of a temptation to pass up. So. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's all on the power ranking side. We can move on. Um, obviously, yeah, that McCaffrey deal happened. Oh, fuck. Man, we're late. We're yawning. Um, great podcast material. Um, <laughs> you made a couple of deals this week. Um, obviously, the big McCaffrey deal with Doug. And then you also traded away... Monty and Lazard for Juju, which I scoffed at, but then looked at Juju's last couple weeks and kind of maybe semi-retracted that. Um, yeah, I think I said that, uh, you know, the rationale for that one was Monty's seeing less and less work and uh, Herbert's been looking better and better each week. So I can see, you know, I don't think Monty's going back to that. You know, he used to get that like 95% of the work in that in that offense, and that was really what kind of was appealing for him. Um, and then uh, Lazard, he's a guy that I didn't want to give up, but uh, you know, I feel like the Packers' offense might be kind of starting to morph towards a little more of a run-heavy offense, especially as it gets a little colder there. Um, you know the. The Chiefs don't run the ball at all, really. Um, I mean, I know they were, you know, um, quite a kind of early CH was quite Edwards Alaire was getting these rushing touchdowns or these like short passing touchdowns, and that was bound to regress because he was only getting seven to nine touches a game, and you can't keep scoring two touchdowns a week on that on that number of touches. Um, so you know, and, and Juju's been getting like eight, nine targets. I think he's had like eight targets a week for like three or four straight weeks almost or some crazy thing like that. So you see in volume, I feel like he's starting, his rapport with Mahomes is starting to pick up a little bit. I feel like he's getting healthier. He was a little nicked up early in the year. So that was kind of what precipitated that trade. Plus he's passed his bye week now too. So, um, you know, with Higgins having his bye week next week, like I kind of set up the stretch run of not necessarily having to take a bye week if I don't want to, which is kind of nice. So that was kind of why I, I was looking at that deal. So, yeah, um, I the, my only comment about it, to be perfectly honest, was because you were dangling Lazard in front of my face for a lot of a lot of return that you required for a long time, and then he was just like a throw-in player. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to kind of make the the resident Packer homer overpay a little bit, right? I mean. That's just kind of required by law. So, uh, disagree, but sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So, 
in terms of uh, in terms of the waiver wire, we did technically hit refresh. Yes. Live, and now we're like oh, a ways away. Um, however, um, I picked up another tight end that nobody's heard of, probably. Yeah, I. I you told me who it was yesterday, and I still don't know who it is. So I'm not really sure who it is either. I so. love that you got Nikhil Harry because that's just phenomenal. Um, I was pissed off at Maddie sniped Terrence Marshall from me. Hate you, Maddie. Not really, but I do. Um, I told you that I'm dropping Nikhil Harry now that that Claypool trade went. So I look for Saturday night. I'm probably gonna go pick up Visca, you know, because I'm the big Visca stand still. So. And yeah, and I remember saying gross. Um, I did spend forty dollars on Duvernay, but he's going directly into my lineup, so I feel like that's that's a good. Move. Well, I mean, I did, I did not see the Bateman thing. No, well, I saw Bateman being hurt, but I didn't see Bateman being gone for the rest of the year, so I like right. that. Um, yeah, I mean that, that's a, a that's, I mean he's your quarterback. It's a key forty dollar, I think, for you. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy spending sixteen dollars on a guy that Ronnie Rivers that might get cut next week, and then. Nicole Hardman, I mean, is he going to get repl- – I mean, is, is some of his touches going to get replaced by Tony, or is that going to be like Juju going to get replaced by Tony? Who knows? I, I, that's the one risk, I guess, maybe. One of the risks with my trade is who knows the wild card that Tony is going to play in that offense. But, um, yeah. Maddie getting two good pickups, though. I mean, Julio, Julio Julio for a buck. Um and Terrace Marshall has been seeing like 95% route participation in snaps. Julio Jones. Yes. Uh, Terrace Marshall's getting all, you know, with uh, Robbie Anderson gone, he's seeing all of the snaps right now, you know, with uh, DJ Moore. So that's been solid. Um, otherwise, I mean, uh, Nate Trump actually has a quarterback this week in Taylor Heineke. And, uh, Robbie picked up Tyler Conklin, who I feel like he has a good week, and then he's shitty for three weeks, and you drop him, and then he blows up again, and then you pick him up, and he has you know four shitty weeks again. So, good luck with that roller coaster. Um, so, yeah, I muted myself, and I forgot that I did. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, to be, if you want me to be perfectly honest, what I was doing is I was trying to queue up the Tony Pollard dance party for later in the show. Nice. Well, yeah, on, uh, on the Podfather stream. So I've been picking um, up a little background noise too, and I feel like you're like playing with poker chips. I feel like I've been hearing like poker, like you're ruffling poker chips in the background. This is just. What uh, what was your drink know. again? It was a. a there's uh the you said you were fancy you were, yeah you were it was very fancy. it was very fancy it's, a little bougie uh, a little bougie it's uh it's like a uh pre-mixed old-fashioned rye whiskey drink it's it's called hockstetter's slow and low rock and rye it's straight rye whiskey rock candy raw honey aromatic bitters and navel orange and you just pour it on ice Nice. It's pretty fucking tasty, but I don't know. I my keyboard is one of those ones that makes all the clicky sounds. So oh, that might be it. Um, not playing with poker chips, I can tell you that. 
Um, but I was definitely trying to get the Tony Pollard dance party uh, music, uh, up. music like ready to go. But nice. um, scoreboard, I guess we 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 have to go over this, and it's kind of semi in progress, so we should take it uh, with a grain of salt here. Um, start with Nate, and I thus far SEO no one's, Nate. SEO Nate first. Uh, First Google search result, um, and uh, Nate's going to start Taylor Heineke, and he's still a gigantic favorite. I mean, no one's, no one's played yet. So Baker's got, you know, Benjamin and Monty and Michael. I mean, Michael Carter could have a good week. It's tough against the Buffalo defense. I think uh, Baker's hoping that uh, with. Um, What's his name gone? Hawkinson gone now that, you know, Amon Ross, he's maybe bumping targets. Jalen Waddle does Jalen Waddle things against that badge. Chicago defense. Now that they lost through uh, their best pass, you know, their best pass rushers, um, you know, Lazar gets back healthy and catches a touchdown or two against a bad Detroit defense. You know, I think that's the best case scenario for, for Baker. And um, I, I still, I mean, you, you know, Deontay Foreman and, uh, like he comes back to down to earth a little bit this week. Taylor Heineke, Vikings defense kind of hit or miss. Uh, yeah, I still got. I still. I oh no, I actually I take it back. This was my Baker upset special this week. That's right. I forgot about that. I do have Baker. I don't love it. I wish I could talk myself out of it, but I'm gonna stick with what I said last night, which was my Baker upset special. Yeah, you did definitely pick Baker. I definitely picked Natron, which I didn't like picking, but. I can't justify your craziness. Um, I'll take I'll take Natron. Uh, Jimmy about to lay some smackdown on uh, Adrian. Uh, you know what they call when you win one? That's just winning one. But when you win two in a row, they call that a winning streak, Jimmy. Yeah, I mean. He's got Paris Campbell and Michael Hardman in his lineup, um, which is gross. I'm not going to lie. But uh, Adrian has got Sammy Watkins. It's not week one, so he, you know, he's not going to have a blow-up week, I don't think. He's got Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's on a buy still in his lineup, and Rashad Bateman. And Please, somebody give Adrian your library card so he can set his lineup, please. Um, I mean, if, if Cordero Patterson comes back this week, I think it could get, I think this game could get interesting. Um you know, putting putting Cordero in there, and then I don't uh, think Jesus Christ could play for Adrian. He would have a chance. Yeah, I think Patterson and Josh Allen and Kenneth Walker can make this, and DeAndre Hopkins can make it interesting for sure. Uh, but I still have Jimmy's name circled on my uh, my week nine there, so I'm going to say three Jimmy. people who are dead in their line. In the, in the <laughs> he does. Right it's now. true. So, please, someone. Pick up Adrian at his group home and take him to the library so that he can get internet. And if he needs a, a AOL disc, I'll, I'll I have a couple that have forty free hours, and he can. That's a deep cut, but he can. <laughs> <laughs> he can definitely uh, update his lineup. That'd be very nice. So, um, I guess it's uh, like. These these uh, lines on on, on on RT 
are very one-sided because now I'm looking at, uh, you know, well, we know Dave and Maddie's matchup is not very even, but the first oh. two were very one-sided as well. So, yep. Um, well, it, so the one thing real quickly on that, the couple of the things that we, I remember from the pod last night that we talked about were that for the fun with numbers, we had some ideas for fun with numbers. Remember um, one, we forgot to touch on with the scores last week yes. where we last week was probably like one of the it was, highest it was average 107. scores. It was 107 was the average score of teams. And that was the highest for the entire year. Thus far. And so, and it came after like one of the lowest weeks of the year. And so we were, we wanted Natron to go and investigate, you know, he did, he just did a fund with numbers with, um, you know, the low scoring weeks. And I'll talk about, a, you know, a fund with numbers with the highest scoring weeks. And then before the scores were published this week and before today, um, all of the lines yesterday when we recorded at 10 o'clock last night, all of the lines were in the double digit double digits right um yes. now they did change a little bit today when i looked at them like my game and robbie's got down to like eight and a half mm. um but coming into today they were all double digit yep. lines and so we couldn't remember remember ever seeing a situation where there were double digit lines so those were the two yes. things we were suggesting were fun with numbers so indeed yes it was definitely ever i think the closest split was like ten and a half points yesterday yep. when we were looking at it and yeah, I, I know because I went back that this last week was the highest scoring week. I even mentioned that I scored 165 points in a 20-team league, um, which was bonkers as all hell. Yes. So scoring was out the out up the ass last week, and yeah, our fun with numbers request was just that like it might take some work, but what's 107 like that was that was as high of a scoring week as i can remember in a, in a lot of things and maybe it's yep. just because we haven't had a lot of scoring and it seems like a lot more but um anyways um and then there was one other random thing that i wanted natron to, to look at i might have to listen to my old recording that was saved even not the <laughs> weird splicing thing I might have to listen to that hour-long thing. Just uh, listen to only KT's version. Maybe we should just release that as like an <laughs> alternate track where you only listen to KT in large pauses. And yes. it'll probably get higher uh, ratings than, than when I speak. <laughs> so, Ugh. yeah. Um, Anyways, Maddie wins, right? Yeah, Maddie wins. Yeah. Um, You're in Doug. Well, I mean... I think it. I think yesterday, I picked Doug because I have to pick the person against me, and I think you picked me. I did. And, and now Dallas Goddard has dropped a twenty sack on my face on Thursday night football, and I don't. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> it doesn't. You know, the thing is, though, it doesn't change my my pick for the week. I mean, he he's still playing Caleb Huntley and KJ Osborne and three tight ends. So, well, um, Doug, it's tight end university, and all those tight ends have a very good matchup this week, which sucks. Um, well, it's actually a San Francisco treat now, so it's no longer tight end U. Well, tight end university, uh, unlike Kanye's prep school, is accredited, and it's going to uh, 
significantly score some points this week, despite the new name. Um, I still yeah, pick you. I, I did. I did mention yesterday that I was very happy that in back-to-back weeks I uh, am playing a team with Christian McCaffrey, but he was either traded midweek or is on bye week. Yes, he did. So that was extremely awesome, and I appreciate that. Um, so you should uh, do a two for one with me, where I you trade me Jamar Chase and I trade you like KJ um, Moore back. Oh, wait, we can't do that. I'll figure something out. So we'll talk. Let's talk about um, um, my game and Robbie. I did the uh, unthinkable last night, and I picked myself, which I thought was going to jinx me today. Um, but it was ugly in the first half for Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown, but they kind of picked it up a little bit in the second half, not quite as much as I would hoped. But uh, yeah, I'm still going to stick with what I said last night, which you may or may not hear if we publish the alternate single KT track. But uh, um, I'm still going to pick myself to beat Robbie. I think I think I've got a couple of decent matchups this week, and uh, Robbie. Um, plays a bunch of rookie receivers who may or may not get any targets. So that's what I got. Yeah, I think Devonta Smith only catching two balls is less than ideal. Damian Pierce looks legit. Didn't find the end zone this week, but very – I saw the highlights on my phone as we went along, and it was exciting. Um, Yeah, when I I was – Looking at uh, trading, potentially trading McCaffrey, just, you know, through the, like I was looking through the teams who I thought, you know, might have assets that I would want. Like, I almost sent Robbie an offer of either Josh Jacobs or Damian Pierce plus Devonta Smith for CMC. And I didn't send it to him because, like, every time I've sent Robbie a trade offer, he's like, well, that just doesn't make my team any better. So I'm like, well, I guess, I mean, I don't think a, a CMC deal for those two guys, you know, quote unquote, makes his team any better potentially. And, I texted him that he's like, yeah, it would have been auto except for me. Like he's like, it's CMC. He makes every team better. So I was like, fuck, because I could have traded into Robbie and not have had to worry about either Josh Jacobs or Damian Pierce blowing up against me this week and having CMC in his bench. But then he probably would have had to play kind of gain well, and he just would have scored twelve. So I guess whatever it is, what it is. So I'm happy with what I got though. So I digress. Yeah, I'll still take you in the uh, the prediction segment here. Um, but, again, perhaps one of your players will be on my team. But then again, you get one of mine. Um, Dano and Brett, um, again, I, I, I would probably just leave it at this. I think Dan is going to score more than 68 points. Yeah, I mean, I think it was looking better when I thought maybe Brennan Cooks was going to play tonight. Um, and Daniel wasn't going to have to play Isaiah Pacheco against KC. Um, but uh, then again, there's the gross thing is in this game, there's three KC running backs playing. <laughs> oh, I just kind of took on my mouth a little bit there. That's <laughs> uh, some good uh, shit. If Daniel wasn't in my division, I would try and make a trade with him to, you know, like a two for one deal so he can actually like not have to play Allen Robinson and Isaiah Pacheco. Um, 
but he is in my division, so I want him to lose and lose badly. But I still think he wins. So I got uh, Daniel beating Brett this week. Brett, make me an offer. You need running backs. I got them. I don't want some bullshit deal that you offered me earlier this year, though. Um, okay, right, let's tee this up appropriately. KT, you gonculated the rest of the season. Yep, so I went through each week, um, looked at uh, you know teams and who they were playing, bye weeks. You know, once I got to like week twelve, I think it was maybe week thirteen, I stopped caring about like who like what teams were playing, what teams as far as matchups were concerned, and just looked at like, hey, who's losing a major player to a bye week or not, right? But went through each matchup individually from weeks nine through fourteen, um, came up with some wins and losses, added them to our current records. Here's what I got. I came up, and uh, we're not going to like this, but uh, Dana was the the number one seed. I had, unfortunately, I have Natron picking up the number two seed. He doesn't have the second best record in the league um, necessarily, but the way you know the seedings work is if your record is better, but the division leader, you know, whatever. Anyways, um, so I got Nate as the number two seed, getting a buy, which sucks for the league. Um, I had myself as three, Jimmy as four, Maddie as five, and J.E. breaking the tiebreaker with uh, three other two two other teams. One, yeah, two other teams at uh, with the uh, good old roto points to to sneak in the sixth spot. So I do have, I still do have three teams coming out of your division. Um, yeah, and I like that. Just, I just didn't like the fact. I mean, we couldn't predict that. Uh, that Dave was going to just turn full blown heel and uh, trade everything he's got for literally the first half of the first first round next year if it happens. Um, so yeah, um, so I've got myself playing you round one and uh, wait, wakes out and I've got Jimmy playing Maddie. I have myself advancing to play Dano, and I've got Maddie advancing to play Natron. Uh, I have myself beating Dan, who's never beat me in the playoffs. I better knock on some wood there. Um, I've got Maddie playing Nate, and unfortunately, I've got Natron advancing to the finals against myself. So once again, I am in the unenviable position of trying to save the league from resetting again. Um, And unfortunately, I've got the same result as what happened last time when I played... um, Dave, which is the league resets and Natron wins it all. So there you have it. My updated predictions for the year. I think I still have the same person winning it all. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Did you pick Natron to win it all yesterday? Yeah. Yep. That all hasn't changed. I'm saying like early in the year, you picked Natron to not make the playoffs and I picked Natron to win it all at the at the start of the year. Well, one of us looks like an asshole. <laughs> Not going to say which one, uh, but uh, yeah. So, well, I'll give I'll give Natron a hell of a lot of credit that his team is holding firm. Um, he even thought his team was pretty weak going into the year, very thin. Um, but it's held up very, very, very well, and. 
it is still his older players are not getting are not being that much old. That would be the Kelsey and the uh, the Evans, and a change change of scenery did not hurt Tyreek Hill. Devin Singletary somehow is still the best uh, running back, and we don't need to roster bait on Nate any longer. He's the emperor for a reason. So. Um, we are, um, we're staring down only four weeks left before the trade deadline in our league, even though the trade yes. deadline has passed in NFL the NFL. Yep. Uh, so there's only one real thing that we have to do before we sign off here. Oh, two things. We did talk about. I remember. I remember yesterday. We we also talked about how when we get to the real trade deadline, like we need to all get together. Whether it's yes. we don't have to play poker and do all that, but like, come on, people, let's fucking do something. Like, let's not suck. Like, we can go to Pub Forty Two or some other establishment to have some drinks, hang out. Um, you and I talked about how we if like push comes to shove and everybody else sucks and doesn't want to do anything, like we could do an emergency like Saturday night pod. But I would rather be doing it live with like special guests and all that kind of shit. Right. So. Absolutely. And I think we can make that happen. Um, I know a guy and we could probably get like a booth in the corner um, and have some kind of a, perhaps some French onion soup or a, a ultimate BLT, a millionaire BLT. Um, I want probably none make of that. that. That's probably all make that happen. Well, what do you have at pub 42? What's your, what's your deal? Just don't spit there. in my food is my only rule. Yep. Um, I went there. Jessica was out of town a couple weekends ago. And um, the girls had like a sleepover birthday party that weekend as well, too, on Saturday. So I had escorted like two different birthday parties and whatever, but then dropped them off for the, the sleepover one. And so I told Robin, like, I know you're working, but like, I'm going to come up and say hi. Like, you can even come like, hang out for a few minutes. That'd be great or whatnot. So I played a little pull tabs. I think I won like 50 bucks. Um, Thanks for the call. Dinner. Well, you know, um, I thought about it. Actually, I did think about it, but I don't know why. I, whatever. It was one of those Douche, last minute things. But yeah, sure. True. Yeah. Very true. That's why I'm the um, Elon Musk division, right? So, yeah. Um, what the hell did, did you come in? Did you come into Pub Forty Two with a kitchen sink? I did not. I should have. Okay. Um, but I ordered some wings. I'll let, you know, I ordered some buffalo wings. So I was in the mood for those. That's all I had that night, actually. Um, and a couple drinks, but uh, maybe something else. I don't forget. But like, I like the cheese curds. Um, you know, if it's a Friday, Saturday night, I'll get I'll get some prime rib because I love me some prime rib. Um, yeah, I kind of mix it up when I go there. So. All right, well, if you are one of the 12 people in our league and you've made it through this entire podcast and you made it through the Pub42 recommended entrees section, then you are in luck because we are about to have a Tony Pollard motherfucking dance party. (laughs) The Tony Pollard dance party! Let's go, man! What are we waiting for? Yeah! 
Tony Pollard dance party. It's a KT and JE dance party. Oh, yeah. Little yeah. side note. Well, yeah. So, all you need to know is we're having a fucking dance party because we both <laughs> won this week. We'll see you next week, potentially, probably. And uh, we'll see you. Hopefully, there's not a copyright strike on this shit. We'll see you next week. Ruffle after dark. Peace. Peace. I will say this right now. That was 100% the best audio I've had from you ever. Well, I'll just.